Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Decoding Reality, a decoding TV podcast covering the latest and greatest in reality television. I'm Justin Jordan. And I'm Deja Woolery. On today's episode, it is the finale of The Golden Bachelor. We are here. We have arrived. And we are going to cover it all. Um, you can find more episodes of this podcast at decodingreality.tv. And please email us your predictions for next, maybe the next Golden Bachelorette, who knows, at decodingtv at gmail.com. And plus, find us on TikTok at tiktok.com slash at decodingreality. We have so much to talk about this episode, so we'll start with our initial thoughts, then we'll do a recap of the entire finale, and then we'll wrap up with, I guess, our thoughts about the season and where the franchise is headed. So, Deja, let's get into it. What are your initial thoughts? Well, this ending, as if you're listening to this podcast, you noticed because we weren't here for a week, it was delayed slightly by Thanksgiving happening in the middle. And in that time, the Hollywood Reporter just came in with a swift gut punch. What? <laughs> to anyone who was feeling uh-huh. good about Gary Turner. Um, so Justin, did you read the Hollywood Reporter article? I did. Mm. And I feel like I have a controversial opinion. I do. Ooh. Ooh. I have a... Okay, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to start off by saying lying is not okay. Don't lie to people. Don't do that. But I think sometimes, I think we have to come to the reality of maybe, maybe, how do I say this nicely? Was Gary lying or could she not take a hint? (laughs) Hmm. I will say, okay, okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. If you didn't read the Hollywood Reporter article, it goes into detail about Gary having previous relationships when he said on 
the show that he hasn't been with anyone since his ex-wife Tony died. And um, apparently there was a lie. He had like maybe one or I think the article details two relationships. And I'm not trying there's to be like a the, witness who says there's at least like six, six. And yeah. sometimes I think sometimes this show forces people to do not nice things. And I don't, doesn't make them horrible people, but I do think that there was some shining over Gary to make him extra golden, which is, isn't inherently a bad thing in my opinion. And so when it comes to these women in these articles, um, how um, I think one of the quotes was like, how could Gary say that he was never in love with someone like during that time? I'm like, maybe, maybe there is a possibility, an unfortunate possibility that Gary just needed the companion at the time <laughs> after his uh, wife died, which isn't the best thing, but it's like one of those things where it's like, I think this point comes in with Leslie later on in the episode where she's like, you lied to me. You did. This. I was like, I don't think Gary's a liar. I think he, what he was saying was true to some degree, but this show forces you to pick one person at the end of it. And unfortunately it wasn't Leslie. It doesn't make those feelings words untrue unless he said in the fantasy suites, Hey Leslie, by the way, I'm picking you. But does that make any sense? Deja, what do you think of the article and how it relates to the show? Yeah, I think, Honestly, the article definitely tried to pitch it around the secret girlfriend thing. That was not the most concerning to me at all. I feel like if you're going to be on the show, there's a chance they're going to tell you not to exactly tell the truth. And if that happens, that happens. Um, That's fine. To me, the biggest things were one, I knew he wasn't really a restaurateur. I could tell because if there's one thing I've learned from watching Hell's Kitchen, it's that any restaurateur is going to talk about their restaurant regularly, constantly, unendingly. He didn't mention it once because it was a Mr. Quick Burger and it was 1985, the last time he owned a restaurant. Members of Congress listen, have been born listen, in that time. Listen, <laughs> listen. Listen, I don't want to defend Gary too much, but um, it's I I don't inherently think that it was a lie, but I don't. I don't even think that part's bad. I just yeah. think I knew it. <laughs> it's like if <sighs> okay, I'm gonna reveal something about myself here. It's a safe space. Sometimes, sometimes when I was back on the streets. You know, back on the streets, you know, I would get over people very quickly. <laughs> and they say, how could he get over me? Like, he dated this person right after me. And it's like, sometimes you break up with someone like months be- in your head before you actually break up with someone. So you already did the grieving process or something like that. And like, sometimes I, I think truly what happened was Gary's wife unfortunately passed away very suddenly and Gary being a I guess a catch or just not an awful person in the in middle nowhere Indiana people were instantly instantly ready to hop on that if you know what I mean or knock boots as Teresa would say but um and I think when you're grieving I think you make a lot of impulsive decisions as well 
You know, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to make Gary sound like he's a, like this womanizer. I, I don't think he is. Maybe that's just me. I what do think, you think, Deja? I think that's why. Yeah, to your point, the fact that he had other people in his life, and then to make him feel a little bit more golden, they they told us that he hadn't. That doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, it's been a while. It's been years, and he's allowed to be human he's allowed to live his life so there is one i'm just happy to be validated that i knew he wasn't uh like restaurateur was not the call of his life (laughs) and two i think more worrying was what the woman who in the articles referred to as carolyn describes about being in a relationship with gary you know there's Mm -hmm. like a comment about her weight that she had put on because of stress that according to her leads to their breakup there's the whole thing about like he begs her to move in and is like yeah there's jobs all over here they were not she gets a job that's an hour's commute away and then he's telling her that you have to pay this much to live here with me and we have to split all these bills but i want you to pay your half at the restaurant first so that i can pick up the tab at the end these things are are odd and they do have like text messages and things that they were able to read from Gary to make this article. This isn't the man that um from the women tell all we're kind of led to believe that he is because I feel like that was our example of women who Gary doesn't choose but how they feel about him. Um and it kind of shows how limited the time really is on this show to know someone that deeply to know like all the little minutia. I don't think they would have expected this from him either. I think the most damning part of the article was the the move out part. I can't defend that. That was that was cold, Gary. That was yeah, real that cold. Yeah, that was real bad. <laughs> you know, like I mean, like again, I don't we truly don't know Gary's side. I think it is telling that I don't I mean, it feels like his daughters or granddaughters don't care about this random woman at all. They didn't comment on this. It didn't come up at all. So, like, was this important? Was... And we know that Gary is very loving in his words and loving in his, like, very, uh, he just can't hold it in. So is there a scenario where he was truly saying these things? This woman fell for him. And then when the grieving process was over and when, like, I guess the quote-unquote golden sheen of the relationship you're actually in it and then there's this person that you just met is in your house they gotta go <laughs> but you don't kick I, him <laughs> he, that, he, he gave her I think it was a two week notice and even when yep. she broke her ankle he's like no you gotta go still <laughs> brutal but going back into the episode of the finale. Actually, I have about one more finale. thing from the oh, article because I'm yeah. going to want to bring it up later when we're talking about the episode. There was Absolutely. one part that I was like, oh no, Gary, this really is you, isn't it? Because uh, I'll just read the quote. Uh, so Carolyn and Gary, they're having all these weekends together. And then the article says, after a year of such weekends, she finally agreed to move in with him. But before she gave up her settled life in Iowa, she says, Gary promised her elderly mom that he intended to eventually marry Carolyn. Gary, stop telling people's families these things. Yep. Stop it right yep. now. 
I'm noticing a theme. I want to bring that up later, but we'll get to it. I'm, I'm as noticing you're saying, a theme. We can jump in. Yeah, we can't. I can't defend that. I'm sorry, Gary. You, uh, we'll, we'll get into it into the show. But before we get into it, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be back with more decoding reality after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. And we're back with more Decoding Reality. And we just did our initial thoughts about a grand finale of The Golden Bachelor. So let's get into our recap of the first ever finale of the show. So this one was a little odd for me because it starts off with the potential, like a lot of seasons have very like fake shots of the bachelor proposing and not proposing. Like they all, they always film something where the bachelor is standing on a platform waiting for the contestant to walk down, whatever. And we see Gary in a nice blue suit. He looks nervous. He, we don't know what's going to happen, but it's also important to note that this is live and i want to say on the record i'm gonna this might be controversial but i hate the live finale element (laughs) i much preferred it when it was the episode and then the whole segment afterwards because like i I, i've never been a fan of this part of it because it's like it cuts the tension it like it screeches to the like the whole show to a halt every time they do it and they cut back to it i prefer it like the the next hour after Deja, did this bother you as much as it did for me? <laughs> yeah, it actually did. I feel like after all the time in this show, I want to feel nothing but anticipation when I'm watching that last episode, and you just keep stopping me. I I just wanted to run through it. Um, but this episode, it still felt it was still juicy. It was still juicy, but Gary. Your behavior's getting geriatric. Wow, okay. Geriatric? I'm surprised we haven't used that before, to be honest with you. But it's the finale. I realized we had it, and I had to get it in there. (laughs) You're right. I do want to say, I think this is my probably favorite Jesse Palmer performance. I think 
Chris Harrison, rest in peace. He's not dead, but his career is. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he said the real host of the show is like the real hard part is the finale part of the show. And you can really see that with Jesse Palmer. I think that he's really settled into being the host of The Bachelor. And I don't think that he's doing a bad job. But back to the show, we see that it's time for Teresa and Leslie to meet Gary's family. And Gary's family is going to consist of his two daughters and his two granddaughters. And so far, I think <laughs> I think I was a little worried about Gary's family, according to like the previews, because there was a segment where it's like, does she love Gary? Who knows? But we'll see who they were talking about later in the episode. But Teresa is the first one to meet with Gary's family. And it seems like it's going pretty well. She has, I wouldn't say this like family meeting was out of the ordinary for me. Deja, what'd you think of Teresa meeting Gary's family? I mean, she fit in, I felt, but again, kind of like you said, it wasn't out of the ordinary. It didn't feel like it blew me away how great it was. Um, there has been a discussion on TikTok lately about how people who are a sister to a sister know one experience compared to people who are a sister to a brother. Hear me out. Gary has a ton of daughters and Teresa has sisters. So I was just thinking they might have, there might be a, a level of connection there, according to these people on TikTok, mm. of the experience of being sisters to a sister that might have given her a little leg up being in such a girl power family. You know, I didn't think about that, but maybe because it, they, it's I, something. I do want to say one daughter looks exactly like Gary and the other looks exactly like his wife. Have you, ever, have you seen a picture of uh, Tony, Gary's ex wife, or not ex wife, late wife? They look exactly like <laughs> I was like, wow, there could be twins. But I, I don't. I think this is the, one of the few times where we see a contestant's family not being their parents, but the children. We've touched on it previously in previous episodes, but I think what's really different about this and when Gary went to meet the other contestants' families is that none of the families I noticed are like hardline or giving probably any hard barriers to this maybe it's because gary was such a stand-up guy but when it's like parents it's like will you provide for her will you do this for her will you do this this, this that and the other but as far as i was concerned both children's on both sides were like if they're happy we're happy <laughs> were you expecting a grill session like i was or maybe maybe i was just too concerned for Teresa. <laughs> no i don't think i was expecting a grill session i guess no matter how far we try to get from it, I think marriage, when it's with young people and there's parents, still has this feeling of, like, giving away. I'm giving you my daughter. I'm giving you my son. And now they go from being my responsibility to yours. Whereas I guess the kids are just like, that That guy's not my responsibility regardless. So just be nice to him. Thank you. Exactly. And I, think, I, I knew Teresa was going to win when... Gary's daughter's point blank asked her, if Gary got down on one knee, would you say yes? And she's like, without hesitation, yes. And that's like, that's one of the weird things about the show that it rewards like undying loyalty. Even if like, like the concept of the show is 
is inherently ridiculous, right? You only have eight weeks to know each other, and then you're going to get married or engaged at the end of this. Even if they're old, it's still a very short time. But, like, the... Well, I'll bring this up later, but the show rewards people who are... Who undying, like, instantly share their trauma backstory. Instantly are ready to get married, no matter what, when, ready, right now. And even if someone does bring up a valid concern, it is punished in the show. Which is, I think it's interesting, because I think when it comes back to Leslie later in the episode, I think what hurt for her the most is that she was one of the people who gave that undying not undying loyalty and shared so fruitfully to get her that situation, thinking it would pay off, and then it didn't. I think that's probably one of the things that stung the most for her, but <laughs> you know, but I guess that's the show. You know what I mean, Deja? Or is that it's the show? Yeah, I think part of this season, I think, has been that Gary is so different than other bachelors and other bachelorettes in general, just other contestants. He's so different because of his age, because of the situation that himself and these women are in, that it's kind of revealing how the show can't help but be mean sometimes. It's always there, but it's harder to ignore when, even when they go into things with pure intentions, it it's hard. You're in a house with people who are going to share what dates they've been on. You're making decisions about who's going to go home, who's going to end a relationship, even though they just poured their heart out to you. Love sucks sometimes. It does suck. It's pretty, it's pretty bad. But being of good things, though... Gary then goes to Teresa's, like, little, not apartment, but hotel room, and they have a wonderful time, and they open champagne together, and it looks like they're having a great time because Gary has Teresa's lipstick all over his face. And I was like, hey, yo, hey, yo, Gary, Gary, someone get this man a napkin. And it's just so hard to, like, I don't know, not see it because it's bright red. <laughs> No offense, Teresa. We we love that. We love a bold lip color. But this is when I was like, oh, it's Teresa. Because Teresa then goes on to say, like, I want you to want me as much as I want you. So if you go to Teresa and, like, change your mind, at least you've explored that option fully. But Teresa's committed 100%. And it would, like, honestly be really hurtful to her if he wasn't 100%. And I think... I think we see this a lot in the leads where they're going to go after the person most of the time who's in it 100%, even if the other contestant brings up a valid concern about this, that, and the other. Most of the time, the lead is going to go for the more committed one through hell, through high water. But Gary has a good time. He leaves Teresa, and that's when I knew it's over for Leslie. Deja, when did you know that Leslie wasn't winning this thing? It was that date. I mm. felt like, without a shadow of a doubt, once him and Teresa got their final date, yeah, it's done. It's over. And also, as we get into talking about, you know, Leslie meeting his family, he was so avoidant and defensive. And so, like, at one point, she says, I love you. And he says, I know. You can't do that. Like, right now, at this point in the competition, you can't pull in, I know. It just, 
Man, this is what I was worried about last episode. No matter what, the woman that he didn't pick this episode was going to feel led astray because he just, he wears his heart on his sleeve and then some. Yeah, but that being said, we're going to go into Leslie's meet the family date. And, you know, I don't, I, I don't put too much stock into like, um, order on this show because like editing can be like such a thing where like maybe we think something's happening before it actually happened but i do want to talk about the timeline because later when leslie is broken up with she says like you told me 12 hours ago that you love me and you want to do this and i think this date is the thing that she was referring to so if it's that quick ooh, uh, that would hurt even more you know <laughs> like it hurts even more but Leslie then goes on to meet Gary's family. And honestly, I think she crushed it. Even if, like, Gary wasn't feeling her, Leslie was really funny. <laughs> I, I think if it was... Apparently... Oh, go ahead, Deja. Sorry, I cut you off. No, you go first. I do. Um, did you hear that Leslie apparently dated Prince? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, she's, like, the inspiration for a song and everything. Um, and we actually saw some of her... Like eighties jazzercise dance yeah. routines. That was insane. Um, but I I feel like if it was really close for Gary and he was just teetering between Leslie and Teresa, Leslie would have gotten it. The way that she won his family over would have tipped it towards her favor. Yeah, like and ter- Leslie's family is also very funny. They were the ones that made that joke like oh I'm the good looking like son or whatever. Like I think Leslie comes from a very lighthearted, funny family. And I'm surprised that, like, Gary wasn't, like, into that. But, you know, the heart wants what the heart wants, you know. And I think one of the things that, like, unfortunately worked against Leslie is that carefree nature, you know. Because, like, he... uh Gary's daughters kind of like do the questioning of Teresa and they kind of like ask him like, so is this, you know, what you want? And she goes to say, I've been married twice. Gary makes me feel comfortable, secure. That's what I want. And in contrast to Teresa's, he's the one I'm ready to get down on one knee. I can see why that can be read as non-interest to someone who doesn't know Leslie. Does that make sense, Deja? No, absolutely. And I think we've talked about how Gary needs to feel needed. And even though in the last episode we did say, Teresa does not really need him. Like, she just tried trading for a while and then became a successful day trader. Like, she's truly fine. Um, But there, she wants him so intensely i think in many ways it makes up for the for the lack of need like when she said it's okay whatever decision you make i want you to do what you're a thousand percent sure of and then it cuts and she's like i would be completely devastated that's the whole thing with Teresa. make the choice that's right for you i'm gonna cry about this for months she's (laughs) in it yeah and i respect it i mean I do want Ellen and then what really put the nail in the coffin is when Leslie like then leaves with Gary and they have to sit down on the bench and there's just something off, you know, whenever the 
I think this is a note. Whenever you're watching the show and the editors cut the music, something's off. Something's wrong. And it was like kind of quiet. And then she's like, I don't want to go. And he's like, yeah. And I think I was like, I think that's when the gear started turning. He's not going to like, how am I going to break this news to her later that night? Gary then goes to Teresa's uh, hotel room and they have a conversation and you can see that Gary's not talking as much as he used to. He's like, there's something like on the tip of his tongue. And then Leslie's like, is something wrong? Is, or do you need to tell me something or something like that? And he goes on to say how much she means to him. Like Leslie, they have those like little book of memories that Leslie made of all the memories that they made. And he's like, I'm speechless. You know, he does the little Gary thing like, oh gosh, I just don't know what to say, Leslie. It's been so much fun, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was a bad impression. <laughs> that was great. But he then ends and then leaves. And then that's that's when you know. It was like the the, the bad music starts playing, like the the reality show, like tense music playing. You're like, oh no. It's not Leslie. It's not. He then goes back. He says, I need to talk to you. And then Gary, very I wouldn't say bluntly, but it's very clear, says, unfortunately, this show is requiring me to make a decision. And I'm going to choose Teresa at the end of this. I, appre- I would have appreciated the clear like very clear and i also appreciate when contestants don't let the runner-up go to the the pad or the engagement because it is brutal we saw that with zach shell cross and gabby last season how truly embarrassing that is you know being rejected on like that like so any chance you can break with them with them early i support it at least but they should did this did gary's coldness caught you off guard or did the article that we talked about earlier prepare you for this moment? What'd you think? I don't think it caught me off guard, but not necessarily because of the article. I think I agree. Telling them before they have to walk down is infinitely better. Leslie said, now I don't have to walk down in that $60,000 dress with the diamond earrings and get on that platform and be completely embarrassed. Now it's just here. And that I thank you for that hurted but she's right (laughs) like to save that moment of of standing where you think you're about to be proposed to to have your heart shattered it's just too much so i think that he was resolved because the alternative was much worse and like what are you gonna do sit there and be overly apologetic and sad because you're breaking her heart in front of her making the moment about like your feelings i just feel like it didn't feel cold to me as much as it felt necessary after the string of kind of false promises that he's made to her in his language to both of these women being identical for the past few episodes he had to be real at some point i mean that's i mean i alluded to this earlier in the episode is Gary a liar. I don't I hesitate to call him untruthful or like because okay 
did Gary feel those things? I think he did. What's also true is this show forces you and rewards you for oversharing. So a person like Gary, it's like lambs to the slaughter when it comes to oversharing. Does that make the breakup any better for Leslie? Absolutely not. It's like, but then she's like, you lied to me. This, I was like, oh, I get it. You're hurt, Leslie. I don't. I think it's just a show. It's it, it's so horrific, you know. And I I think Leslie is going to be fine. I don't know if she'll become the golden bachelorette because she was so devastated. And speaking of, like, devastated, we see after right after this is the sit-down interview with Jesse Palmer. And, you know, I do want to point out, I always, like, point out people's dress. The runner-up is always wearing black for some reason. In the last couple of seasons, they're always wearing black or red. And I think it's kind of like a state, like a revenge dress kind of thing or whatever. But Leslie then goes on to say, like, she wore her on her sleeve. She doesn't exactly regret what, like, she did or how she felt about Gary. But she points to particular language that he used in the fantasy suite that... She said she won't share to anyone, but it led her to believe that she was going to be the one. So, Deja, what do you think Gary told Leslie in the fantasy suite to make her think this way? Because I, I, will I feel marry like you. If, unless you're like saying you are the one, I, I don't know. What do you think? He said you are the one and I will marry you. That's what I believe, honestly, or something that extreme because... I think the problem with Gary is that I wouldn't even call him a liar, but he is inconsiderate of other people's feelings in the long run. And he gets so swept up in moments, he doesn't think about like this person, this human being. He actually said that, that in filming, he often got swept up in moments with this individual person. But there's a whole world outside of this one date that you're on or this one fantasy suite that you're sitting in. And he's just not considerate of that. So I feel like at the end of the day, she's still the second closest person to marrying Gary. So it's not as though his feelings for her were completely fabricated. It doesn't really make sense to me. I don't think anything about the show would imply that. But in that moment of those feelings, he didn't consider that there's a couple weeks left and maybe something will happen and I shouldn't make a promise that I can't 100% keep. That just sounds like what he did on camera too. So that's what I would expect. I think he said, I'll marry you. What do you think he said? Unless Gary said point blank, I'm going to pick, I'm going to get down on one knee and propose to you. I think we can chalk up, unless he said that or something very close to that, I think we can chalk it up to like over flowery Gary language. You know, if Gary says like, if Gary said, I imagine a life with you to me, me personally, that's not the same. Like in the fantasy suite, he said, I can picture a life with you. I can see why Leslie would say he's going to pick me, but you have to choose someone. You have to choose. And I think it's very telling how Gary was like, it's not that you did anything wrong. It's just that, I, unfortunately, I love Teresa more. Or like I had more things in common or whatever he said w- with Teresa in the fantasy suites. But 
unless he said that, I'm, I'm willing to give Gary the benefit of the doubt. Does that mean, is that okay? I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I think because, because of the level of things he said on camera to multiple women, namely, I love you to multiple women, I love you in front of their family. Yeah, he, he had did to do, do something that. even more than that in the fantasy suite to make her go <laughs> and pick out a dress the color of his eyes. Ooh, that brutal. part hurt. Yeah, brutal. She's a lover girl but, for real. Speaking of matching his eyes, Gary has a blue suit and he's about to propose to Teresa, and it matches his eyes. Um, as far as like um, final walkthrough looks go, no offense, Teresa, but I think. I think this that dress was just not doing it for me, to be honest with you. I feel as though it was very of her time, and that's okay, Teresa. <laughs> that's okay. You know? Like it like it almost like wanted to be a, like a almost like a flapper dress. I couldn't tell. It was, I don't know. Anyway. I didn't like the sparkles is what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's okay. If Teresa likes it, we love it, you know. So we do I do want to point out that the final rose is a golden rose complete in gold gary is waiting at the platform and he says whenever he sees Teresa's face he feels calm he feels at peace goes back to that car ride at the beginning of the season that shoulder touch that Teresa did must have done like magic on gary or something but the thing that he's looking for forward to the most is that he's going to have a partner again so Teresa comes down to the platform. They have a little speech, you know. Get, I think Teresa says some pretty good words. To me, nothing memorable. Gary has a little moment. And as soon as he's, like, about to say, like, I want you. And she's like, yes, you're going to say it. You're going to do it. He gets down on one knee. Teresa's happy. Gary's family comes out of the bushes and congratulates them all. They all have a champagne drink. And the Golden Bachelor is no longer a bachelor anymore. Deja, what did you think of this proposal? Because as far as proposals go, I think it's pretty solid. And congratulations to Teresa, I guess. <laughs> what did you think? It was solid. It was sweet. And nobody's ever betting against Teresa again. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> you know, I was waiting on some Kathy to come out the bushes to be like, Teresa being like, yes, I will say yes to you. And then Kathy comes, zip it. Just zip it. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> she got engaged. Let Teresa be happy. But I think it was a pretty good, wonderful time. No complaints on my end. I do want to say that Teresa got a glow up on After the Final Rose. Because I think the dress she was wearing, impeccable. I love the pattern. And I love the, like, going back to that, like, sparkly i do like the sparkles on this white dress you know what what did you think of the the dressings this on finale deja no i'm with you the dress that she got engaged with somehow it looked like a bridesmaid dress and that Mm. is not what i should think about an engagement dress but she looked fabulous and after the final rose they really both did i'm just curious because they're planning on getting married very very quickly do you yeah. plan on watching the wedding live on January fourth? <laughs> They're just bringing America along. I think. I mean, I think it's like a trend in this show, in this franchise, of giving the winners a gift. 
to keep them like together. I remember in Michelle Young's season, they gave her a house. Remember that? Or I think it was money for a house. Or, what, 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 it was something or the other. It was something was, like that. It was insane. I'm like, Jesus. I mean, I'm not complaining. Good for them. And to be honest with you, if if ABC wants to pay for a wedding, sure, go ahead. Teresa's gonna have a dress designed by like what's Neil Lane or whatever. Like if it's free, it's probably gonna be free for them. So good. I hope they make it till do then. It. You never know. <laughs> I and do want to point out one have, thing. Like, oh, go ahead, Deja. Sorry. Sorry. They've both already gotten to have traditional private weddings. You did that. Yeah. Now let's get some conglomerate to pay for it. I respect that. <laughs> oh, would you, okay. Here, here's a question, and viewers, if you're listening listeners uh let us know your answer to this question would you want a television show to make your wedding because i'm halfway not a lot now that i've been on the other side i'm like eh, i don't know like part of me thinks yes it's probably close to free but at the same time there is an element of well here are the five dresses you get to pick you know that's like you don't get that many options what do you think would you have abc produce your wedding deja i'll perform some some finessery i feel like i would need to have some kind of like private moment or something where you like sign those papers i don't know justin you're married you know what you have to do (laughs) you like sign the papers or something well we signed our our uh officiant we just did that beforehand and then she just dated it the day we got married. So we didn't have to do the paperwork on the actual day. I think it's all. Yeah, I've seen that weddings where like they have a little table and they sign it like at the altar. It's like, I don't know if I like that. You know, <laughs> I'll just do some little thing where it's like me by myself and not by myself. That would be a hard wedding. But me and my partner and like five people and we signed some papers and we're like, yay. And then, yes, I'm going to make that media company pay for my wedding. It's going to be huge. <laughs> I mean, hey, you got to do what you got to do. It's time. It's hard out here, you know? I do want to say the most fascinating part about this sit-down interview is Teresa say that she calls Gary every night and they talk for hours on the phone. And she says, I can't wait to tell my sisters. I was like, hold on. Pause. Teresa. Did you not tell your family that you won the Golden Bachelor? <laughs> Did you not tell them? Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Rewind. Were they supposed to be shocked with America? Like, what? Like, Teresa, what are you doing? <laughs> they, they, I'm sorry. That's just so funny off, to right? think about her being like, I guess I'm probably not allowed to say it. <laughs> I get I mean, she took that NDA to heart, but like, geez, okay. But anyways, I'm happy for Teresa. I'm happy for Gary. I wish them the very best. But speaking of the very best, we get an immediate preview into the next Bachelor. But before we get into that, Deja, what is your what are your thoughts about the Golden Bachelor? Did you love this season? Did you what do you think of this like little spin-off franchise as a whole? You know, one of the things from that Hollywood Reporter article that we didn't talk about was that the Golden Bachelor actually is doing really well, like as far as ratings go. And I feel like it's shorter, it's more earnest, it felt easier to watch. I think all of those things are what 
the Bachelor franchise should be aiming for. I think I I could see myself watching another. I could watch the Golden Bachelorette maybe. <laughs> I think you're right because I do want to say that I for a while I've been having the same complaints about this franchise every single year, and for some magical reason they fixed them all just for the Golden Bachelorette. Shorter run times. We get to know the contestants. We are invested in the love story. We have the tropical locations, but it's not too much, but we're still invested. You know, we have a smaller group of contestants to work from. All those things were finally fixed in this part. Like, I, I say this every single time we review one of these. We don't need to change the whole franchise. You make a dynamic lead and put them in the franchise. And Gary is the perfect example of this. He's a normal person, but he's the old bachelor. You know, you could do this the same with an old woman. You know, you could do the same thing with someone LGBTQIA. It's the blessing of this franchise is that it's so flexible. Anybody can fit, fit into it. And they finally did it with the Golden Bachelor. So as far as like success, I do think that this like little spinoff was successful. Way more successful than Listen to Your Heart, but that's a whole nother podcast. Way more successful than Bachelor in Paradise, because that's Bachelor in Paradise is just <sighs> so cynical nowadays, but that's a whole nother podcast. But I will give this season of The Golden Bachelor a thumbs up. What do you think? <laughs> two thumbs up. <laughs> thumbs it up. gets two thumbs up. Yes, thumbs up. So, that being said, thank you for going on this journey with the Golden Bachelorette. Or Golden Bachelor. Oh my gosh, I can't speak. But <laughs> we did see a little bit of Joey as the Bachelor. I do think he's going to be popular. He's a good-looking guy. People seem to like him. Part of me is worried that they're going to go back into that same old terrible formula and learn nothing yeah. from the Golden Bachelor. I hope not. But hey, thank you so much for listening to our coverage of the Golden Bachelor. I had a good time. Deja, did you have a good time? I had a great time. I had an even better time than I expected, honestly. Yeah. As a reminder, you can find more episodes of this very podcast at decodingreality.tv. And please email us on what we should cover next. Should we cover Joey's season of The Bachelor? Let us know. Email us at decodingtv.tv at gmail.com and please find us on tiktok at tiktok.com slash at decoding reality deja where can people send their invites to gary and Teresa's wedding you can send your invites to that golden wedding to at deja talks tv on all platforms tiktok instagram twitter youtube probably some other stuff too justin where can people send they're Neil Lane too. <laughs> you can send those to uh, at Freddy's roommate wherever toys are sold. That's on Twitter, TikTok, and on Instagram. And we will see you. No- wait, wait! Before we sign off, oh my gosh, yeah. we've the title, the final episode title of our musical theme. Oh my gosh, oh my I can't gosh. believe I almost forgot. Deja, did you have one? I have one. I have one. Okay, video. let me hear yours. Um. Jesse Palmer and Gary said it in the episode. The best is yet to come. 
Oh, that's cute. And, you know, I do wish that for Teresa and Gary. Especially for yeah. Teresa. You're lovely. I hope there's just more goodness for you. Yeah. Or, and that, well, we already did Everlasting Love. Uh, True. Eh, I like I like mine the first one. Uh, the best is yet to come. We're the best is yet to in. come. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. It's been a pleasure. On Decoding Reality. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.